It's time for the podcast. Ooh, I like how you say that. <clears throat> I mean, you taught me well, babe. Ooh. <laughs> so, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. This is your boy, Big Boy Live, with the man, the one and only, the hey, one of the coolest co-hosts in the world, Professor X. How you be, yo? I be good, man. Uh, I want to. I want to do a quick intro. Uh, for tonight's podcast, if you don't mind. Uh, sure. This is different. All right, brother. Here we go. All right. We want to welcome you guys back to the second part of our special holiday broadcast um, brought to you by Terra Jersey Photography and your man, Big Boy. We want to thank you guys for joining us tonight, taking time out of your uh, busy lives, busy schedules to be a part of the podcast. If you like what you hear, you like what you see, Feel free to leave us comments, feel free to follow, and feel free to sponsor our podcast. We would greatly appreciate it. Thank you guys for letting us come into your living room this evening. And without further ado, big boy, take us away. Woo, man, I got goosebumps listening to you talk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Sherman, 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 Sherman. Oh, Lord, Gordon, please, hallelujah. All my little X, 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 X. Sounds kind of nasty. It is very nasty. Oh, you know, man. Man, what's going on with this weather, bro? I don't know. Somebody then took Mother Nature's chocolates and she's pissed the hell off. Man, I tell you, man. I tell you, this weather, man. It's like, man. I walked walked outside with with my coat on, my a car heart beanie on, just ready to go out there, and I was like, "What? Is this fall? It's like sixty-five degrees outside. Cows are out there eating on green grass, and birds are chirping away, and chickmunks running around, and squirrels running around." I said, "Hey, this ain't winter time." And I could have sworn I seen Santa Claus in the Hawaiian shirt. Oh no, that just a. Uh, that's just a homeless. That's just a homeless guy on the road. Uh, <laughs> Santa Claus was in a Hawaiian shirt this year, bro. You weren't the only one that saw that. Yeah, man, I tell you, man. Even even Rudolph has some Ray Bans on, bro. I was like, what? <laughs> Rudolph the Ray Ban reindeer. <laughs> Shoot. Sporting his Bahama Mama shirt. Yeah, I tell you, it's crazy. Right? It's uh it's it's like a throwback to a Christmas in Hawaii. I tell you. Uh, yeah, man. I just so I started watching that uh man, I started watching that Yellowstone, the Yellowstone man on uh Peacock. Yeah, I saw you post something. I saw you post something about that the other night. Man, I think it's uh that show is it's crazy, man. I mean, it literally, it's, it's crazy. I mean, you know, got the Kevin Costner in it. You know, he's a big rancher, you know, over there in, I think it's Wyoming or Montana, one of them. I think it's Montana. And then, of course, you have the Indian, you know, 
reservation over there. So they're, they're beefing back and forth. And, you know, it's 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 deep. It's hey, I recommend it. To everybody that watched Yellowstone, I really do recommend it. It's wow. I mean, it's very long. The episodes are long, though. I mean, literally, the first episode is almost two hours long. Wow. <laughs> but it's real that's good, good, though. That's a good pilot episode, though. Yeah, I mean, man, I, you literally think you, you, yeah, you literally think you're watching a movie. <laughs> <laughs> two hours long kind of basically is a movie, man. Yeah. And then the next episode, it was on. And the second episode of it, uh, season one, was because three seasons of it. And the second episode of it was like, I think like 30 minutes long. And the third one, the third episode we're watching, watching right now is like 47 minutes long. So, yeah, it's uh, it's it's good. I said, dude, Kevin Costner, a boy can that. A boy can that. But, yeah, check it out. Yeah, check out Yellowstone. Bro, have you seen the movie list that's coming out next year? No, I haven't. Bro, man. Sorry, sorry man. I had to go, I had to run the other room real quick. I had food on the stove. Sorry. Man. No, I haven't. What, uh, what's coming out? Bro. A new Avatar is coming out. A new Annabelle is coming out. A new Orphan is coming out. A new Black Panther is coming out. A um, bunch of Marvel, like Marvel DC movies coming out. You have another Final Destination coming out, another Scream coming out. Of course, they're going to be releasing Top Gun. Um, that's coming out next year. Uh, another Harry Potter is coming out. Bro, it's crazy. Uh, a lot of stuff coming out next year. Every um, every movie, every list, every movie title I see, I see my. I see the bank account going, uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, um, I knew there were some more Marvel and DC movies coming out, and I knew about Avatar because it comes out Christmas of next year, and it's actually the one movie that I'm looking the most forward to seeing because the first Avatar was just, good God, it was just so amazing. Man, like usually, you know, my favorite movie of all time is, you know, it'll always be like, like start, my favorite classic movie of all time will always be Forrest Gump. I always love Forrest Gump. And then, like, after that, I love Gladiator. I, I'm, Avatar has kind of like, like, if I, had, if I had a choice between Gladiator and Avatar, it'd be Avatar. <laughs> right. Now, if I had a choice between Gladiator and Avatar, I would choose Gladiator every time. But... But that's not to take anything away from Avatar. Like, and that's, I mean, you know, here we go again. Uh, what is what is your top five, your personal top five favorite movies of all time? Okay, okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. Hold on. Now, you talking about mixture or genre Pacific? Because that... That makes a totally big difference right there. It, it doesn't have to be genre specific. I mean, we can break it down like that because that's what we usually do because we're real. Um, you, you know, your own personal top five or uh, what you think the top five movies of all time are. You know, it, it can go either way. And if you want to do genres, 
genre specific, you can do that too. My top five movies of all time will have to be Forrest Gump, Lion King, Gladiator, uh, Avatar, and number five will be, of course, the Night Professor series. What was that fifth one again? The Night Professor. <laughs> Cletus, Cletus, Cletus. <laughs> oh, that's good, man. He's so strong. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I would have to say that my top five just, you know, personal favorites would have to be uh, V for Vendetta, uh, Gladiator, uh, The Shawshank Redemption. Oh, that's a good one right there. Avatar. And uh, I would have to say, man, uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. You know, I never got into Lord of the Rings, man. Never got into Lord of the Rings. Never got into Harry Potter. I did watch that. Uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, the movie with the girl in it. They're always fighting or something. The fighting mystical movie. I mean, do you know how many movies that have girls fighting in it? You have to be a little bit more specific than that, brother. It's it's recent. It's I'm mean, not saying like recent, recent, but. It's had they had a series too. This uh, I'm trying to think. She shot she shot with a bow and arrow. <laughs> Hunger Games. There it is. Hunger Games. Yeah. Okay. Jennifer Hunger Lawrence. Games. Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Okay. Yes, Hunger Games. There it is. Yeah. Yeah, that now, was the the books were better. The books were the better books than. Better. Well, usually, usually, that's usually what they say that the books are are better than the movies, though. Now, now, my question for you is this: This is a big debate that a lot of people has always said. What is better, the original Star Wars movies with the old school characters, or the newer ones that are revamped? Uh, duh, old school always. Next question. Okay. Did you watch the uh, Mandalorian series? Yeah, I did. It was amazing. I'm a gigantic fan of it, actually. Bro, but, I love that. But as good as that is, it doesn't take away from the original because it starts at the beginning. You know, what was it? Uh, uh, gosh. I hope I'm right when I say this. But uh, What was it what uh, Drake said? You started from the bottom, now I'm here. Yeah. You always have to start at the bottom, and the bottom was Star Wars. Like, if right. you don't start Star Wars and George Lucas and all that shit, you don't have all these spinoffs and everything moving forward. I mean, that's just the truth. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. Like, I, I watched Mandalorian. I never, never missed an episode, man. I was, I was hooked on it. Like, okay. Didn't the last episode, when Luke Stalker came in there, did it kind of make you feel like, like, upset stepdad like you've been taking care of this kid for like so long and protecting your life and all of a sudden like real daddy comes to the picture and like takes him away you're like really <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah but that bro, just I'm... bro <laughs> but that just kind of go that just kind of goes standard with relationships you know see here's the thing when you get into a relationship nobody tells you that uh that you're gonna have three rings 
you only know about two rings. You know about the uh, the uh, engagement ring, the wedding ring, but the third ring they don't tell you about is the suffering. <laughs> right. <laughs> Bro, like, man, I, like, I was so hyped, man. And next time I said, oh, my God, oh, my God, this Skywalker. <laughs> Hold up. Oh. Uh, uh, like, I felt, I felt the Mandalorian's face. I felt how he felt, like, seeing Baby Yoda go. And here it's like, man, I protect this little dude. All this time, risk my life, risk my ship. He's going to leave me like that? Man. <laughs> but it was good, though. I can't wait till uh, the new one comes out for Mobile uh, Fett. Oh, that's dude, gonna that's going to be awesome. Bro. Yeah, All right, it, so, so I got to, I got to, you know, just because we started on it last night, I got to touch on something real quick. Um, so I have to apologize. I did kind of bust your balls extremely over the Florida Gators last night. <laughs> okay. I, I killed two bottles of wine after that. That's okay. You also killed me whenever you uh, hit me with that Michigan-Ohio State comment. So, so it was all fair in love and war, um, but I do have to throw that out there. However, I um, wanted to ask you a question, you know, just kind of touching on that sports topic again. Um, we went with the Mount Rushmore last night of our personal players, and, you know, it was – Epic. It was amazing. Um, but what I wanted to ask you is, you know, basketball, just straight NBA. If you go position by position, who are your top five all time? Now, see, we gave the Mount Rushmore of the ultimate, but we didn't go by position. And see, that's the thing is basketball is – so much not a one-person sport, even though you have the star athletes on the squad who star out more than the others. It is so much more of an intricated um, team sport. It's just done with fewer people. And that's I, – I think that's why I respect it so much more. You know, with football, you got 12. Um, you know, with baseball, there's not. You know, um, with – the NBA, I mean, yeah, you got a bench of relief players and everything, but you're doing it five on five. So, centers, who are your top five centers, either that you've seen play or that you think are your top five of all time? You see, man, here you are going to go around with this right here. No good and well, my basketball knowledge level is not at, at yours. Come on, bro. But I take I take a whack at it. I take a whack at it. I'm, Man, I'm you ain't gonna at take no whack at it, brother. You know better than that. You you got like, great basketball I'm gonna, knowledge. I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be like Shaquille O'Neal at, at, at the at the free throw line with this. Okay, I might Brick. I might do good. I Brick. might miss. Brick. But I might Brick. get one. Brick. <laughs> Air ball. Got one. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. All right. All right. I mean, best centers of all time. I mean, see, you, you can break that down in in different levels too. I mean, talk about straight skill, power, dominance. I mean, 
I think as far as most dominant center, I mean, I think, I mean, Shaq, he's dominant. But as far as, like, skill-wise and, like, smarts, you know, Akeem Olajuwon, you know? <laughs> but, as far, but as far as a sleeping giant, as far as respect, David Robinson. Okay. Um, Brother, that's a perfect. A force to be reckoned with type center? Man, no, Patrick Ewan or Decay. Not today! Ha ha ha! And you know what? That five you just listed? Perfect. But you're right. I uh, I asked you that question because you know I enjoy talking sports with you so much. Um, it also allows your comparison and my comparison, you know, to just kind of kind of add up. You know what I'm saying? Like it adds up. It's it's uh, you know your take on my take. And anybody who listens to the show could debate what we say. You know, that's that's one of the reasons why we do the show. It's just awesome. Um, I would have to say my top five centers. Um, Kareem. I would have to go with Kareem for the obvious reason. Um, I would go with um, Patrick Ewing after that. Um, great choice. Uh, Pat was Pat was the dominant force uh, <coughs> in the league in the eighties in most of the nineties. Um, I would also have to agree with um, uh, what was the one you just said? I just forgot. Sorry. Um, I would also have to say uh, um, Dikembe. As far as a a physical presence and force in the middle. Now, was he the best scoring wise and, and things like that? No, but if I'm just going straight defense, yeah, I'll take Dikembe. But if I'm going all the way around, I'm going to throw in um, probably a name that, you know, a lot of people forget about. I'm going to go with um, uh, Vladi Divots. Um, he was a scorer. He was a scorer. He was finesse. He was, you know, a little bit uh, more intricate and involved. And he was a great assist man. Um, then you also have, you know, like your Arvidas Sabonis. Um, but ultimately, ultimately, my number one big man is, is Shaq. Um, and it's just because of the physical prowess. It's just because of how dominant he was at his position. The only knock against Shaq that I ever had is that, you know, he couldn't make a free throw. Um, I mean that was it. Seriously, dude. Right. Shaq's, game, Shaq's game was Shaq's game was perfect. It didn't have to have finesse. It didn't have to have finesse because it had brute force and strength. I mean, who in the league, you know, outside of Yao Ming, could stand up to Shaq? And then you saw several times where Shaq and Yao went at it, and Shaq just threw Yao around like he was a rag doll. That's the thing about it, though. Like when Shaq retired, that's when I knew. They even said, 
when Shaq retired, that was the, the ending end of an era, the end of the big man centers in the, in the NBA. Yeah, I mean, look, look at the centers that have come since then. Can you name me one dominant center? Who who is considered a true center? Okay, not a power forward who's so big that he can play the center position, you know, uh, Giannis Kevin Durant, even though Kevin Durant is classified as a small forward, you know, when you're 6'11", with a 7'6 wingspan, you can play any position on the court, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So who, who is the best current big man in the league? Well, I mean, that's easy. That's uh, Nikola Jokic from the Denver Nuggets. Like I said, it's just when it comes to this, I mean, when it comes to the centers and stuff, like that position has lost so much flair and so much excitement now. Because, like I said, back in the day, man, it was nothing to watch. It was nothing to like get excited to watch Shaq and Luke Longley play or Shaq or, or, or the Kimbe or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, it's, it's, it's going to be a war, it's going to be a battle. I mean, Shaq and the Kim Elijah won that battle. I mean, or just just some battles in general that these the centers, you know. I mean, it's just but now it's like that position. You read really all like like you said, it's, now it's just more in lines of this big power forwards and big small forwards that can actually play those spots too, but also play you know two or three two positions at a time. Yeah, yeah, you're right. All right, so let's move on to the power forward position, the four spot. Well, yeah, give us an example of the power forward because I'm not very familiar. All right, with I'll give forward. you I'll, I'll give you my list, and then you can you can go from there. So right. my five is Carl uh, Malone, okay, Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett. Um, Moses Malone, and I would probably say, oh, Dennis Rodman. You paid power for it? Yes, he did. At six, eight, at six eight, he was a power forward. Dennis wow. Rodman was more dominant than most big men in the league. All right, what you got for me? Okay, well, well, so all right, so uh, power forward again, most guys. Uh, what about what about Sean Kemp? What do you think about that guy? Amazing, good choice. He was a beast. Like Sean Kemp, like I had his jersey. That's Sean Kemp. Sean Kemp's a beast. Okay. All in, right, the, in, in the words of our man Stephen A. Smith, Sean Clint before Sean Kemp before he became Sean Clump.
So you got Sean Kemp. That's a good start. What else you got? break but you was asked me power forwards right yes sir yes sir all right um let me think here how about charles barkley there you go um carl malone yep dirk Nowinski. oh good one good one bro you said you said a classic one uh kevin mahill yep and for the for, for my last one, I have to say, I agree with you, Kevin Garnett. Hey, man, there, there, there is no love lost uh, and no one that could say anything to that list, man. That's that's a damn good list. I'll give it to you. Uh, I'm going to go small forward position next, um, and I'm going to take us off. Um, I'm going to say LeBron James, uh, right, Kevin, uh, Scotty Pippen. I'm agree with that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Sean Elliott, uh, San Antonio Spurs, standout small forward for years and years and years and years for them. Um, and then I'm – oh, good Lord. Um, I'm – Now, question for you. There's a question for you. Yeah. What do you consider Alonzo Mourning? They consider him a center, and also consider him as a forward, too. I mean, <coughs> Alonzo played both. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. I would think he was better as a power forward than he was a center, but he was also a really great center. So, I mean, I don't know. I agree with that. I agree with that. Yep. Um, Larry, Larry Bird. Ooh, nice. That's my that's my last small forward. Well, I'm have to agree with you on that list. Um, I do have to agree with you on that list because that was that was amazing list right there. I cannot disagree with you on that at all. But see, here's where the here's where the fun comes in, because everybody's favorite two positions in the NBA from the old days outside of the big man era, but today's current NBA moving forward has always been the shooting guard and point guard positions, well, and this is where things get fun. So let's just skip the small forward list. And let's just let's just have fun. And because we already know the shooting guard list predominantly, let's go ahead and start off with the point guards. <clears throat> Who are your top five point guards? 
can we just say top five guard? Because I'm like, like I told you, I'm not very familiar with the positions. I just know my names. Let's go by let's say guards. Okay. Um, of course, I have to say Steph Curry, the beast. Yep. Uh, Alan Iverson, of course, the beast. Yep. yep. John Stockton. Oh, oh yeah. John Stockton, and I'm gonna go ten on this. I'm gonna top ten on this. I'm not gonna my rank on this team. What I think my top ten players will be: John Stockton, Reggie Miller, Ray Allen, um, Michael Jordan. You consider he he was more of a forward, right? He was a two guard. He was a shooting guard. No, point. So, no, no, he was Michael he Jordan, was a two guard. Course. Um. But see, this is this is why you got to split it, bro. Because because you're listing two different lists. All right, so I'm going to help you. Okay, you already hit Curry, Iverson, and Stockton, all three point guards. Okay, so okay. then you went into shooting guards after that. So it's got to okay, be split so by position. I'm getting, so I'm getting so I'm getting educated tonight. I told right. you, I, I may, I know name. I don't, I'm not, I never, I was never ever very good with, with, with uh, positions. That's okay. Like centers, you know. That's okay, brother. That's okay. You have educated me on a lot in life. So if I actually have a chance to, to educate you some, then hey, yeah, that means we're doing a good job. We're sharpening each other. All right. I like, I like that. Um, Isaiah Thomas, another good Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen, brother. Amen. I say Detroit back in those days, they were a force, man. They were a force to be reckoned with. I mean, they were a force. Bad boy Piston. Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, Here's another one for you, Gary Payton. There you go. There you go, bro. That is an absolutely elite elite top five point guards. And I applaud you for that list. And you're like, oh, I don't really know everybody by position, blah, blah, blah. And then here you go showing yourself that you know more than what you thought you did. That's amazing. So for me, bro, I got to sit here and tell you, I kind of almost pretty much agree with your entire list. Uh, number one for me, um, Allen Iverson, he's just my personal favorite. Um, he is just, you know, the one that I think did it best um, outside of uh, – <clears throat> sorry, outside of Allen Iverson, um, I would have to go with Steph Curry as well. Um, greatest shooter God ever created. Um, then I would have to go with John Stockton myself. Uh, absolutely amazing. Um, after Stockton, though, I would have to go with Damian Lillard, uh, the Portland Trailblazers. Um, so underrated, but so amazing. Absolutely a fantastic point guard. And then the, to round out my top five, bro, I, I would have to say Chris Paul. Um, dude, Chris Paul has been so amazing since he's come into the league. And, you know, he may not hold every record, um, but – he is absolutely the, the definition of the quintessential point guard. Um, the only person I would flop out on that list is, uh, you know, 
maybe Chris Paul for Isaiah Thomas, uh, just because I think Isaiah is a better player. But I'm going to take Chris because he was a better shooter. He was and is a better shooter than Isaiah was. Now, this where this where you this where you can educate me. One of the players I thought that when I think about football, uh, think about basketball, that brings up my head back in the old school day is Clyde the Glide Drexler. Yeah, what about him? Man, he's a, he's a beast. He was, he was he was a beast. Yeah, he absolutely was a beast. But what do you want me to educate you on? Uh, what position he played? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's the shooting guard. He's the two guard. Okay, cool, cool. All right. Yeah, I'm a, well, did you by chance watch that uh, The Last Dance, the Jordan, Michael Jordan thing, The Last Dance? Yeah. What's your opinions on it? The Celtics may have won 11. But the Bulls are the greatest dynasty of all time. I agree with that. I agree with that. Most definitely agree. All right, so now we got what? Point guards next? Shooting guards. Shooting guards. Oh, yeah, shooting guards next. Okay. The easiest, the easiest list. The easiest list in the entire <laughs> franchise of the NBA history. And if you want to go first, you could take us away. If you want me to go first, I will do it you because it won't, take me, it won't take me 10 seconds. You go first. Uh, number one, Michael Jordan. Number two, Kobe Bryant. Um, let's see. Uh, number three, Clay Thompson. Um, number four, Ray Allen. And uh, number five, well, oh, crap. Okay, maybe this was a little bit more difficult than I thought it would be. <laughs> ah. Go ahead. Go ahead with yours because five's going to get me because I've got it narrowed down to three, and I don't know which one I like more. Well, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm going to go with – I mean, I like, like you said, Michael Jordan's Kobe Bryant. uh I'm not sure if I'm butchering it, if I'm going to butcher this, butcher this one right or not, but uh, right this. man, hold on here. Hmm. Let me think here. Hmm. Reggie Miller okay. is mine, bro. Yeah. yeah my, Reg, Miller. Reg, <laughs> Reggie was my fifth. Reggie Miller, he's he just. He had finesse. Like he was, he was very finesseful when he shot that three. I mean, very. I mean, he was just man. Reggie Miller was a bomb. He's, I just, he's another player that you know you wish would have got a championship. <coughs> Reggie had the most finesse for the ugliest shot the NBA has ever seen. <laughs> You're exactly right, man. I've never. Man, watching some of the watching him shoot sometimes, it was like, oh my goodness! Right, but he made it work. He made it work. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I need one more person then, because I, I like Reg Miller too. 
I was I was a big Indiana Pacer fan too back in the day. So I still remember the I still remember the Pacers back in the day. That line because it was always it was like say you had Reggie Miller and you had Rick Smith and you had uh, the Davis boys, Tony Davis, Dale Davis. Man, classic. Man, remember Chris Mullen? Classic small forward, bro. Chris Mullen. Man, I remember that guy. Oh, man. You know what other uh, forward that we, that we had, had did not mention that was, that was good, too? It was kind of like your underdog a little bit. Tony Kukoc. Yeah. Yeah, good power forward. Uh, good, strong position. Uh, good, very – very finesse player for his size. Um, and he had a, a decent outside shot. Yeah. Great player. Great player, bro. Um, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to admit my, um, oh gosh, amend. There it is. My, uh, my shooting guard list, uh, Jordan, Kobe, uh, Reggie Miller, uh, Ray Allen. And, oh, Dwayne Wade. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Very strong players. Very strong players. Yeah, I I would have to say I, I got it as much as I love Clay, uh he's been injured the last two years. Hasn't really played. Um dominant guy, dominant force, great shooter. Um he's probably the best shooter on the shooting guard list, like hands down. Um but as far as like durability and availability and 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 things like that go, I mean, I gotta I gotta take him off the list just for that alone. Um, Reggie, Kobe, Jordan, uh, Ray Allen, and uh, Dwayne Wade. Now, my question for question is for you too is. About everybody you've seen play, who was that one player that you was so excited to watch? He made the game entertaining. Boss was a beast. Well, I got two answers to that, um, honestly. Obviously, for me, the, you know, the most electrifying player, the most talented player, uh, the person that just – made the game better was Michael Jordan for me growing up. Um, but right. my favorite player to watch was always Dennis Rodman. Are you in my mind? Cause I was thinking the same exact thing. Oh, I'm telling you, man, like Dennis Rodman brought a whole new spectrum to the game. Like he was the first person to say, this is who I am. If you don't like it, fuck off. Um, I'm going to play the game and I'm going to dominate the game and I'm going to own the game. And then I'm going to wear a wedding dress and marry myself outside. And you guys can't do anything about it because I'm so popular that I can get away with it. I mean, man, it was so crazy. I was watching the last dance and he like, he goes off to Vegas to marry what Mary wants to go off to Vegas and mess around with, with Madonna and Carmen Legend to come back, that come back and play a game. And, Dominate like who does that? <laughs> and to go overseas and hang out with Kim Jong Chi or whatever the heck his name is, and like Kim Jong Il, like, 
Yeah, like, who does that? Dennis fucking Rodman. Sure is. Right. You know, no. I wanted his shoes so bad. Dennis Rodman's shoes. I want him shoes so bad. Right. Uh, but yeah, Dennis Rodman was, he literally changed the game. I mean, even, and even, even he, he, he had an ugly shot, too. But you notice he shot those ugly shots and once in the blue moon. He, he he always makes them. Yeah, yeah. No, you you ain't you ain't lying. Um, I think the uh, the three worst shots in NBA history are Dennis Rodman, Reggie Miller, and Shaquille O'Neal. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know the thing about that which really really surprised me is the like the Bulls, like the Bulls. Had everybody set up for their strengths, you know what I'm saying? You know how like some like other teams, yeah, other teams they have different players which can do or good, but everyone's kind of like doing the same thing. But the Bulls, they had it set up. They had Dennis Rodman because he, he can rebound. That's all he did. That's all that they, they need him to do and, and pass the ball. You know, Jordan was the one that he controlled the game. You know, and Sky Pippen was like his backup. You know, Ron Harper was like, was the other guy out there. You know, it just everyone had a job on the Bulls, and everybody was very good at their job. Yeah. And I mean, that's how I feel about that. I mean, you're right, but (laughs) that was back when. You know, the NBA was more of a team sport instead of, you know, looking out for your own individual accolades. Uh So, you know, I I don't know. You can measure success that you have um, by the failures, or you can be just, you know, like – Everybody else, and uh, just keep chugging along like the little engine that could. <laughs> That's so funny you say that. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. No, no, it's so funny when you're saying that. No, it pops up to my mind. Yeah. Major pain. <laughs> oh, major pain. Major pain, there's a boogeyman in my closet. <laughs> well, if he's in there, he ain't happy. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, man, that was very good, very good sports list right there. Very good sports list of players. I mean, like I said, the sports world has changed. I mean, it's not like it was back in the day with a team effort. Everybody enjoyed the game. Everybody played the game because they loved the game. That was now it's not that was more of about who can shine the most and who can make the most money. Yeah, you're right. So, you know, with that being said, let's uh let's go ahead and change topics. So we uh, we got the rest of our sports list out on the uh, on the two part special for the holiday edition. So I'm gonna bring up the next one. Um, 
family, bro. Love them. Hate them. <laughs> hey, that's what it's all about, man. That's the one thing about family, man. You love your family, but sometimes you just don't like the things they do. Yup. But you always will love them. So what's your uh, what's your best memory from over this uh, this holiday weekend? Well, <laughs> well, it's it just um, playing. In, in the honesty, it was playing. Uh, I was playing this. I played this this little game with my with my little nephew, an old school game, but he enjoyed it, and which made him happy. It was a little fishing game. You know what I'm talking about? The little fishies in there, and the thing turns around, the mouth opens up, you have to take a little fishing pole and pull them out. Yeah, it's called Go Fish. Yeah. Yeah, he he got that for Christmas, and he enjoyed that thing, and he come up to me like, Uncle, play with me! And I'm like, all right. So I'm playing with him and stuff. And of course, he, he doesn't get the cold concept of it yet, but it is the fact that you know, watching him play and then me playing with him you know, it made, it made me feel pretty good, you know. But I have to say that was probably one of my one of my fond best memories. But also another memory that was real good too was I bought my mom a, a uh, you can go to call uh, uh, how you say the word uh, a group it's a, it's, it's a group of pictures a college or collage 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 yeah, yeah you go to collage dot com. We're not sponsored by anybody. I'm just shouting out there about collage.com. You can go on there. You can make, you can get like all kinds of stuff like blankets, shirts, cups, and everything. You can add pictures on there. Well, I got my mom a, a, um, a blanket type deal. And I added all, whole bunch of pictures over there of our family and stuff. And I added a picture of my uncle that passed. And my, my mom seen that blanket, you know, she really enjoyed it and she started tearing up and stuff. And that was probably one of my highlights right there. That's a good highlight, man. Thank you for being uh, open and sharing that with us. And that's, that's, uh, that's pretty interpersonal. And, uh, man, that's, that's cool, man. Awesome for you. It seems like when Christmas time comes or you're getting something for somebody, it doesn't matter what the price tag is. You can, it's just all about seeing their expression of, of, of this complete happiness, which makes makes the world, you know, makes means everything, you know. And, like, seeing my mom happy was really a special moment, you know. Really yeah, was. of course. Absolutely. I would, uh, I would have to say that my special moment was uh, watching my little guy uh, get so excited whenever I got him uh, a SpongeBob video game for his Nintendo Switch, and he was like, you know, just picture it if you can, holding out your arms with two locked fists and kind of just shaking back and forth because you're so excited, going, "Oh my gosh, Jack!" Absolutely love SpongeBob. This is amazing. 
Yeah, dude, that was that was the highlight. Like we were standing in Walmart and he <laughs> started doing that. And I was just like, dude, I love you so much. <laughs> you know, moments like that are or what we need in life, you know. Moments like that are it gives you ability to reset. Like reset all the stuff that's going on in your life. That may not be the most positive stuff, but something like that just puts a big reset in your life. And like, man, this is so awesome seeing this happiest moment right here. And it kind of like erases a lot of that negativity that you may have had. And all this just resets you to be resets you to smile again, you know? Yeah, and just knowing that you're the one that gets to be a part of those memories. Um, knowing that you're the one that gets to be person that affects them that way, dude, sometimes, man, that's the greatest, most fulfilling thing in the entire world, man. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's good. I mean, I mean, it's, it's good to have those moments because we need those moments here and there, you know, it makes you feel like you're still human. You know, like all of a sudden now, I'm getting like all these little uh, posts on Facebook about dogs and stuff. And like, you know, these, it's like little, it's little memes, little cartoon memes, like how dogs and cats can make your life a lot better, make you more happier and stuff. And it's like, that's nice. I mean, it's cool. I mean, it's true. I mean, dogs have no sense of, of, uh, Sadness when they're in a good when they're in a good home. They're so happy to see you, no matter what. It's like your kids, you know. They're always happy to see you. Yeah, they are. Yeah, sometimes you know, which was the way about work and stuff. Be happy to see work. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I I don't think uh I don't think anybody can uh can truly be happy to see work though. I mean, I'm just being 100. Um I just uh I just don't think that's possible. Um there are, there are some well, weirdos. There are some weirdos out there that that's actually enjoys what they're doing. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm I'm not sitting here saying that you and I don't. I mean, to to a certain point, of course we do, but obviously to others, you know, it's like, eh, fuck this job. <laughs> I'm just being 100. You know, I have moments where I'm like, you know what? Not today. Not today. And I'm like, oh, I got bills I got to pay. So I got to. Maybe, maybe tomorrow. Maybe, maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> Hey, it's part of life, though, man. It's part of growing up. You know, I really wish. <laughs> it's funny how when the when you're young and your parents should tell you, "Don't try to grow up too fast, because you're gonna regret it." Mm-hmm. Enjoy being a kid as long as you can. <sighs> it's funny. It's funny how life is, how you get all these little life lessons and stuff when you're younger and stuff, and 
you kind of take some of them and then you kind of like do your own thing and now you're like thinking back like, man, I should have done that. <laughs> but hey, it's part of life though. Yeah. Yeah, you're exactly right. So, um, so what do you think about, um, you know, kind of maybe expanding our horizon a little bit. Okay. Enlighten me. Enlighten me. Well, what I'm thinking is we've been doing these podcasts for a minute now. I think maybe we should uh, go out and uh, do some uh, podcasts in, you know, a couple special special places and see if we can't get a, you know, a few little sponsors to have our back. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that, brother. Nothing wrong with that. Sponsors equal more opportunities. Yeah. I just think, uh, I just think that, you know, we, you know, we're, we're good people. Um, We've got a little bit of insight, a little bit to offer. And uh, maybe, you know, we should just uh, continue trying to sharpen um ourselves and our audience you know in any way we can right that's the whole point man they keep on growing um i am going to tell you though i do not think we're going to get any sponsors until you get a better football team college wise oh my god oh my goodness Oh man! Oh my goodness! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I couldn't help it. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I really am. I really couldn't help it. It was a perfect setup. I had to take it. I forgive you. That's okay. You you can just call me Judas Jesus. <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't compare me to that. Like, don't compare me to that high yet. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just saying, I, you know, another great podcast, another great time. Heck yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm going to do something that you usually do. Tonight. Okay. Okay. I'm going to take us into our final thoughts. And uh, and I'm going to lead off with it tonight, and then I will throw it to you for the closing arguments. How's that sound? Sounds good, man. All right. So, what did we learn from tonight's podcast? Unfortunately, Leron is still a Florida Gators fan. <laughs> Unfortunately, his knowledge of the NBA is limited. But outside of the superficial crap, um. LaRon is about as real as you get. Uh, real life, real situations, real down to earth. Keep things honest. And that's the thing that we've always tried to do with this entire podcast is just keep it real and keep it honest. Um, we love y'all. We thank you guys for taking time out to listen. Um, we do this because we care. 
Um, we don't do this just to hear ourselves talk. We do this because we care about people. And, uh, you know, if this blesses you in some way, if this touches your life in some way, if this helps you through, you know, uh, a bad situation in some way, then and we've done our job. Um, and we thank you guys again for allowing us to come into your living room and, uh, and talk to you this evening. My brother, floor is yours. You know, have to have to say um, the experiences that we have in life are very very important. Sometimes you have from one in a million experiences like Michigan Wolverines beating Ohio State, you know, and become the better team for that one time. <laughs> but you know, Let's take the words of uh, Dom. Let's take the words of Toretto or Dom in Fast and Furious. <laughs> winning is winning. No matter if it's a, a yard or two yards, winning is winning. But at the end of the day, you got to enjoy the little things in life. Enjoy the little things that make you happy and um, and also enjoy the little things that you can do to help other people, your friends, your family. Start re start re enjoying those times in life because those times are precious. Those times are limited. Make sure you, you embrace those times with your utmost, fullest, one hundred percent ability. So once again, ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank you for listening to tonight's podcast on Keeping It Real with Big Boy and the co-host, Professor X. Let's have a good night. Let's be safe. Remember, at the end of the day, you're amazing, and you can do it. Jake, sign us off. Take care of yourselves and each other. Jerry Spring. All right. Good night, brother. Good night. That's right, everybody. Thank you for listening into the podcast. This is your boy, Big Boy. This podcast is brought to you and sponsored by Terra Jersey Enterprise. Terra Jersey Enterprise will hook you up with some custom shirts. Also, Terra Jersey Photography, capturing your moments of today to make them last for a, a lifetime. But like I said, this podcast is brought to you by Terra Jersey Enterprise.